It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hello and welcome to Kilowatt. My name is Bodhi. I am your host and this is going to be a big show. It took me a really long time to prep it. So hopefully you guys enjoy it. Um, You know what? I've been talking about giving away a hat for a while now. The official date that I'm going to give that hat away is the first Friday in May, which ends up being May 3rd. So May 3rd, I'm going to give a hat away. It's a Tesla hat. It's black on black. It looks real good. We have uh, several people who are already who are already entered, but if you uh, haven't entered and you want to, just email me b o d i e at nine eighteen digital dot com. That's all you got to do, and I will send you a hat for free. All right, let's get to the things that I like. I like the people who email into. Oh, well, I like everybody who listens to the show, but I really like the people who email into the show because I get to know you that way. And um, this week we had some really amazing people email in and gave me a lot of things to think about. And I'm going to talk about one of those things uh, later this this episode. But uh, I'm just really happy and pleased with where the show's going and the growth of the show. And, and the folks that email in, you just, you're making the show better. So if you have something you want to say or you want to correct me on something or you want to add to a point... Uh, please email me. It's Bodie, B-O-D-I-E, at 918digital.com. And for that hat, for the hat contest, just email me. I want to win the hat. I want to thank everyone who supports the show on Patreon. Thank you so much. All of the money goes back to the show. None of the money goes into my pocket for my personal expenses or to buy a Tesla or any of that other stuff. All the money goes back into making the show better. If you would like to join the Patreon supporters, at the $1 level, you get access to the Patreon feed and stickers. At the $5 level, you get access to the Patreon feed and the Patreon Slack and stickers. If you want to join, go to patreon.com forward slash kilowatt. We still need one more person, and I can give away a Tesla phone charger that's in the shape of a little Tesla supercharger, and it'll charge Android or iPhones. In our videos section this week, Fully Charged looks at the Polestar 2. They're at the Geneva Auto Convention. It's a great video. I highly suggest taking a peek at it. Um, it's about seven minutes long, but it, the Polestar is such a great looking car. I want to start the show with some follow-up. This article comes from Sean O'Kane at The Verge. Last week, we talked about Tesla suing a former employee 
Guangzhou Cao for stealing autopilot source code and allegedly sharing it with EV Chinese startup Xiaopeng Motors or X Motors or X Peng. Um, I'm going to start off by talking a little bit more about the company itself, X Motors, and then I'm going to talk about something that's kind of a coincidence that another problem is another company is having with one of their former employees that went to X Motors. Not long ago, much of the auto industry in China was run by state-owned auto manufacturers. That changed a few years ago when tech investors like Tencent and Alibaba started investing in automotive startups. Kind of as a side here, Alibaba and Foxconn led a $350 million round into X Motors. Now, X Motors was founded in 2014. They're not widely known outside of China, but they have made a name for themselves among the Chinese EV makers. In 2018, they showed off their first EV SUV, the G3. Now, this looks like a very clumsy version of the Model X, but instead of paying $89,500, you're actually paying $38,000, and I say that's a pretty fair price for an unwieldy Model X. Now, it's not an ugly car. It just doesn't look as refined as the Model X. In the Tesla lawsuit, Tesla mentions that X Motors has used open source patents and imitated Tesla in many ways. It's not bad that they use Tesla's open source patents. Tesla opened those up for anyone to use. The imitation comes from, you know, business models and building their own supercharger network, but everybody's doing that. I don't know that that's, that's that big of a deal. But the, like I said before, the G3 definitely looks like the Model X. The X Motor self-driving technology is called the X Pilot, and at least five former Tesla employees who worked on the autopilot work on the X Pilot team. Again, open source, totally okay, but autopilot is not part of the open sourced patents. And Tesla considers that critical to their success. We don't know yet if X Motors used or legally obtained any part of the Tesla Autobot Pilot technology. Okay, now we've kind of explained the Tesla side of things. But Tesla is not the only company having a problem with a former employee who went to X Motors. A former Apple employee, Zhuang Long, I'm saying this wrong, Zhaoling Zhang, hopefully I'm saying that right was accused of stealing circuit boards and more than 40 gigabytes of data from Apple's self-driving car efforts called Project Titan. At this time, Zhang has not been criminally charged with any trade secret theft. However, there's still a lot of other things going on with him, and from my understanding, he's still in custody and all of this stuff is swirling over him. X Motors has fired him and he no longer works at the company. Is X Motors accused of stealing these trade secrets? No, they are not. Uh, only two employees are currently under scrutiny. However, if more employees are found from different companies like Google or Uber, although Uber, I don't know how far along they are, or anybody else that's doing self-driving technology, or go to this company, X Motors, they're going to really be scrutinized by their companies because they're former companies because there's already two incidents of autopilot type or self-driving type software being stolen. Who knows how many incidents, you know, haven't been discovered yet. And again, we don't know if X Motors is involved in this at all. So I don't want to point any fingers, but it is something to keep an eye on. Our next story comes from Clean Technica's Steve Hanley. Idaho Power, a company that I used to make a monthly payment to, has announced that it will stop using coal and use 100% zero emission sources by 2045. Now, this is no small decision. Idaho Power is currently part owner in three different coal plants across the Northwest. 
but Idaho Power has great renewable resources. The Snake River provides Idaho with hydroelectric power, and Idaho is currently negotiating a solar power plant in Twin Falls, Idaho. So uh, good on you, Idaho Power. This is another little bit of follow-up. Zach Palmer of Autoblog. We talked about the lightning strike motorcycle a few weeks ago. I have some more details on the bike. First, it's a sports bike, and it's very nice looking. That's not my style, not what I would buy, but it is a very nice looking bike. The bike is assembled in San Jose, California. It comes in three different options. Strike Standard, Strike Midrange, and Strike Carbon. Simple, but very uninspiring branding. They need to work on that. The Standard is 67 kilowatts or 90 horsepower, 217 kilometers an hour or 135 miles an hour, top speed, 10 kilowatt hour battery, which gives you 113 to 161 kilometers of range, which converts to 70 or 100 miles of range, 206 kilograms or 455 pounds, and it is priced at 12,998. The mid-range version is nearly identical to the standard, but it's got a 15 kilowatt hour battery, which extends the range to 169 to 141 kilometers or 105 miles to 150 miles, which is, I think, pretty decent. It's 465 pounds. The price is 16,998. So now we're going to get to the high end, the strike carbon. This is a 90 kilowatt hour, excuse me, 90 kilowatt, 120 horsepower version of the bike. I wasn't able to find the top speed, but I would guess that the top speed's got to be close to 200, somewhere in that range, just shy of. I mean, it's 180. It's got a range of 241 to 322 kilometers, which is 150 to 200 miles, which is pretty good. 20 kilowatt hour battery, 220 kilograms or 485 pounds for $19,998. I think this is a really nice bike, especially for the price. There are options that you can add that will obviously increase the price, but when you look at the Harley-Davidson electric bike that's selling for roughly $30,000, this is really compelling, and I think they're right on with their pricing. The next story comes from Teslarati's Dacia J. Ferris. I hope I said that right. Nikola Motors has closed on its 400 acres of land in Coolidge, Arizona. Nikola Motors is currently building a semi-truck that will run on hydrogen. Now that they've closed on the property, they got to start building the factory, obviously. But Nikola Motors is also building a $16 million fuel cell lab somewhere in Arizona. I wasn't able to find out where. But obviously, if you have a fuel cell semi-truck, you need a fuel cell laboratory so that you can do your experiments and improve and all that good stuff. On April 16th and 17th, Nikola Motors is holding an event in Scottsdale. I'll be there for at least one of those days. And where people can go and learn about the Tesla excuse me, the Nikola Motors semi-truck, and I'm looking forward to it. It's held at this big old place where they held the, they held the Barrett Auto Auctions, so it should be fun. Looking forward to going. Let's get to some Tesla news. This first story comes from Fred Lambert at Teslarati. Tesla has extended its deadline on acquiring Maxwell Technologies. Now, this is another story we talked about a few weeks ago. It seems that the Maxwell investors are not keen on Tesla buying the company, and this makes sense. If Maxwell Technologies has some sort of groundbreaking technology that it could develop and sell to a lot of different companies, then that's going to make the company a lot of money, and then in turn, that's going to make the investors a lot of money. On the flip side, if Tesla buys the company and just keeps this technology for itself, all the investors get is that small piece of money 
over the stock price that Tesla offered, which I think was like $4.70 or something like that when it was $3.30 prior to that. And that, I think the investors are looking at and they're like, you know what, we're going to lose out on an opportunity here to make a lot of money. Now on the flip side, if Tesla doesn't buy the company and Maxwell Technologies is not sitting on something of great importance, and the, the investors could lose money that way too. But we'll keep an eye on it, and we'll see how it goes. Continuing on with the Fred Lambert stories of electric, if you bought self-driving in whatever version of Tesla you bought it on, Tesla will actually retrofit your car with Hardware 3 for free. Now, that's not really that new information, but for whatever reason, Elon has to continue to go back and explain it. So if you have hardware two or above, there's no need for Tesla to update the camera, the sensors, or anything like that. They're going to pop out hardware 2 or hardware 2.5, whichever one you have, and they're going to pop in hardware 3, and you're good to go. This will probably start happening later in the year. Elon said that they want the software to catch up to the hardware, and once that happens, then they'll start releasing hardware 3 units to not only to put in cars, but also to the folks that have bought full self-driving. So we'll see what happens there. The next story comes from Tony Markovich uh, from Autoblog. Tesla's rolled out a new update to the Model 3 in Europe. Now here's the description from Tesla. If you're driving over 50 kilometers an hour and brake forcefully, the brake lights will now flash quickly to warn other drivers that your car is rap rapidly slowing down. If your car comes to a complete stop, the hazard lights will flash until you press the accelerator or manually press the hazard warning lights to turn them off. This is great. I'm really happy to see that Tesla is rolling out this feature. I would like them to roll out this feature across all of their cars, not just in Europe, because it just makes more sense. Now, to be fair, there are a lot of car companies that do something similar to this, that with the different brake patterns, it's not just Tesla, but I'm interested in buying a Tesla. I'm not interested in buying a lot of those other companies' car. Back to Fred Lambert of Electric. Tesla used a Tesla Semi to deliver a load of what looks like Model 3s, and it is Model 3s. Now, usually a car trailer has a upper section and a lower section. The picture shown in the article does not have the upper section of the car carrier, and it's only hauling four cars. So obviously this is a nice way for Tesla to get a little bit of positive press, and it's a practical test for the semi. And that's really all it is. It's not, let's not make a lot of hay about it. Our next story comes from Fred Lambert at Electric. Elon sent an email to Tesla salespeople about the status of the Tesla stores. Now, I'm not going to read everything in the email, but I'm going to give you the highlights. First, stores with high visitation rates and that lead to significant sales will not be closed down. However, there are some rare cases where rent is going to be absurdly high and Tesla will close the store if it doesn't make financial sense to keep it open. Makes sense. The email goes on to say how easy it is to buy a Tesla. It takes about two minutes and it's not much harder than ordering an Uber. However, there are many potential customers, and I would argue current customers, that would still want to go in and talk to a representative and just kind of have their questions answered and then, you know, maybe do a test drive or whatever. Now, despite this email, I'm sure that many sales employees feel underappreciated and uneasy about the future of Tesla stores. Basically, you know, three weeks ago, they said, well, we don't need these stores anymore and we're closing them all down. We, basically, what they said to the salespeople is, we don't need you. Our next story, Simon Alvarez of Tesla Roddy, 
Tesla's chairman, Robin Denholm, is supporting Elon and his use of Twitter. Denholm said in an interview, Twitter is part of everyday business for many executives today. From my perspective, he uses it wisely while talking about how Elon uses Twitter. And I think we could all argue that it's probably not wisely. She said this about the SEC settlement. We believe we've done everything we need to do under the settlement, but obviously it's going to court and it will be and it will go from there. I don't think he poses any challenges. The company is running very well and the board itself is very engaged. We meet with him all the time. There's a little support from Tesla's chairman of the board, Robin Denholm. Our next story comes from Fred Lambert at Electric. The standard version, uh, let's call it the $35,000 version of the Model 3, has been delayed. When Tesla announced that the Model 3 standard could be purchased, buyers were given a timeline of two to four weeks. Now, Tesla has notified some of these buyers via email of a delay, and in some cases, they've tried to upsell them. Now, I'm going to say this is tacky. There are people who've been waiting for uh, somewhere going on three years for their standard version Model 3. They have resisted purchasing a more expensive expensive version since the car came out. And now they're finally going to get the car that they want, the car that they can afford. And Tesla is trying to upsell them so that they could get their car quicker. Tesla would not offer these buyers a free upgrade to the Standard Plus or even the long-range version. And it's in poor taste for them to set an expectation for delivery and not uh, and break that promise. Basically, that's a broken promise. And then try to suck more money out of their bank accounts so that they could get the car sooner. If Tesla wanted, uh, if these buyers wanted something else, they would have bought something else. The Model 3 standard version is what fits their budget or fits their needs or both. And that's the one they're going to get. And for Tesla to delay it and then offer to upsell them is so tacky. It's distasteful. It's gross. Uh, my whole the, the whole thing makes my stomach turn. But here's my theory. Tesla is making a big push. And by the way, it's not a groundbreaking theory. Tesla is making a big push for the end of the quarter to make as many sales and deliveries as they possibly can. The Model 3 standard does not have the margins that a more expensive Model 3 has. So Tesla is holding back the standard version until after the end of the quarter to maximize profits. You set an expectation of delivery. You've broken that expectation. And now you're asking for more money so that these people can get their car sooner. It's very, very gross, and it is not a look that it's a very greedy feeling to me. This is a grab for money, and it's gross. Our next story comes from Electric from Fred Lambert. A right-hand drive Model 3 has been seen in the wild, and by in the wild, we mean California. This should make people in the UK, parts of Asia, New Zealand, Australia, and everywhere else that drives on the wrong side of the road very happy. Now, I was chatting over email with a UK listener, Mark, and he brought up an excellent point that I had not thought of. By the way, Mark is a Patreon supporter. Tesla may delay shipping the Model 3 to the UK until all of this Brexit uncertainty is settled. And the reason why is because exchange rates and import duties are still unknown and kind of up in the air. I thought this is an excellent point, and I wanted to highlight it on the show because it's something I barely... I kind of understand Brexit, but I really don't understand Brexit, and it doesn't sound like a lot of people in the UK really understand Brexit. It's very confusing. My hope is that Tesla will throw caution to the wind, make risky and potentially business-ending decisions, and bring the Model 3 to the UK and other right-hand drive countries sooner rather than later. Our next story is a public service announcement, and it comes from Sean O'Kane at The Verge. 
if you're sending your Tesla to the scrapyard or you're selling it, you could be leaving personal data in an unencrypted area on the Model 3's computer. Two security researchers found a trove of personal data on a wrecked Model 3. Here's what they found. Contact lists of the drivers. And yes, they said drivers. In this instance, there was about 11 drivers, and they found all of their contact lists. Email addresses, calendar entries, all intact. They gained access to the last 70 lo 73 locations that was used with the navigation system. And they found footage from one of the Model 3's cameras. Tesla's responded that they give their customers an option to delete their personal data. But deleting your data does not always mean that it can't be accessed later by somebody who's very skilled. Tesla does allow for a factory restore, but again, this data is unencrypted. It is, was easy for these researchers to find, and it shouldn't be. It, this information should be always, should always, always, always be encrypted. Now, this problem isn't only found in Tesla's newer cars with computers all pose a potential security risk. So I guess is what I'm saying here is if you're selling your car or it gets wrecked, just keep it in the back of your head that it could have stored some of your personal information on there and figure out a way to delete it as best as you can. I didn't write down who wrote this next story, so we'll just continue on here. Tesla is raising the price of the Model 3 by $1,000. This is part of the 3% increase on all cars Tesla is doing to keep stores open, which is great and fine. Someone on Twitter asked about the price changes, and here's Elon's reply. Every car company is consistently changing prices, but nobody cares. This is a very inaccurate statement. First, car companies aren't changing the prices, dealerships are. And Tesla is its own dealership. So not only is the car company, but the dealership is changing the price in this instance because it's all Tesla. Second, car prices fluctuate due to, to demand. Gas prices go up, smaller cars are in demand. Gas prices go down, SUV and trucks are in demand. Just the way that it works. If there's a limited number of a certain car that everybody wants, then dealerships charge way more than the list price to maximize profits. And if you're a dealer sitting on 10 pea green Toyota Corollas, then buyers are going to get a great deal on that really ugly car. This happened to me, I didn't buy it. But they were really trying to push these gross, gross colored Toyota Corollas on me. Third, dealerships haggle. A buyer can go in and negotiate a price of a car and the price of their trade-in. This is not true with Tesla. Tesla prides themselves on being a different kind of car company. That's great. However, you have to have some sort of stability. You can't be setting prices and be all over the place week after week. It doesn't, it's not a good look and it doesn't make customers feel like they've gotten a good deal. And ultimately, if your customers don't feel like they've gotten a good deal or they feel like they've gotten uh, taken advantage of in some way, you're going to eventually lose a customer. People want to feel good about their purchases. They don't want to feel like they got taken advantage of. Car dealerships, the reason why this online ordering thing works for Tesla is because car dealers are terrible. If you're a car dealer, I'm sorry. But car dealers are absolutely terrible. You go, you pick out a car, they try and put you in something that A, they might, the salesperson might make more money on, or the dealership needs to get rid of. But you finally are like, no, no, I want this car. So they try and sell you that car. And now it begins what in some cases can be at least three to four hours or a couple of day process to buy this car. It's a it's really a pain in the butt. Tesla alleviates that pain point. However, they need to fix their prices for a certain amount of time, whether that be 
quarterly or whatever, they need to come up with a price and they say, okay, this is going to be the price for the next six months, no matter what. And then in six months, if prices come down for cost of manufacturing, bring the prices down. If prices go up, then raise the prices. But at least people aren't feeling like they're being taken advantage of within you know weeks of purchasing a car. That's all I have to say. If you want to email me and uh, talk about anything that we talked about on today's show or anything else for that matter, it's Bodie, B-O-D-I-E, at 918digital. Um, you can follow me on Twitter, at 918digital. And if you want the hat, just send me, send me an email that says, I want the hat, and I will enter you into the contest. Thanks, for everybody, for listening this week. Sorry I'm talking so fast, but I've got a ton of stuff to do after recording this. And I feel, I'm starting to feel the pressure. I'm starting to get the anxiety. So I hope everybody has a great week. Thanks so much for listening. And I will talk to you next Friday. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinarian developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.